0: Welcome to Underdog Stuff with Gregory Neesmith podcast. Up next, a new segment called Hustling Forward with Unstoppable Guest Kevin Y. Brown. The entrepreneur, author, and speaker shares about his hustle and tips for millennial entrepreneurs to hustle forward. Then, Kevin and Asha play the unscripted word association game. And we finish this episode with Asha putting me on the uninhibited Q&A hot seat. Enjoy this show and check out the podcast description for links to Kevin's Create Your Life series. Welcome back to Underdog Stuff with Gregory Neesmith, live radio show and podcast that we do here every week on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. Shout out to all the underdogs who've been watching on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Gregory Neesmith, or listening on your radios riding around New York City. Appreciate you a lot. Today's show, Hustle and Flow, who's hustling forwards, backwards, and just spinning their wheels in politics, culture, and personal life. We talked a lot of politics so far today. We just had a quick pop culture moment with Shaquille O'Neal doing some rapping.
1: Check's dissing LeVar Ball, Lonzo's dad. Yeah. I mean, you know what? At the end, he shouted out his parenting skills because, you know, for those who don't know, um, Lonzo Ball actually did play in the NBA for a short amount of time. And one of uh, Shaq was basically insulting him, saying, you know, Lonzo got two points a game and Shaq is an MVP all-star.
0: Well, we we will.
1: Okay. well, I'm going to just park that right there. I don't. I just think it's cool. You know, I think you, it's cool. We, we, we,
0: we <laughs> may get into a little LeVar later. And folks later. Who, who know, they can always search back to one of our old shows, which was uh, The Balls. Are they embarrassing or inspiring? Where we talk about them at length. And you guys know my point of view on them being more inspiring than embarrassing. But with that, we talk culture. We talk politics. Now it's time to talk about hustling forward in our personal lives.
1: Speaking of entrepreneurs.
0: Yes. And with us in the building, we have Kevin Y. Brown, founder of Create Your Life Series, author, speaker, and on-air personality who hosts a show called Create Your Life Series here on WHR, 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem, every Sunday. So folks who are listening live now, stick around for later this evening to hear more Kevin Y. Brown. And he's here in the building for us to talk about the hustle and flow in our personal lives and how millennial entrepreneurs can hustle forward. Kevin Y. Brown, appreciate you having, and having you in the building.
2: Uh, beautiful people. And, of course, underdogs. What's going on? How's your Sunday?
0: Yes, indeed. It's, it, got, it got better just now when you stepped into the building. Right. With that, let's, let's get into it because there's a lot of underdogs out here who want to start their own business, who um, are interested in making it happen. And on Journey of an Underdog segments, we love to talk about the hustle, the flow, the the grind unexpected fun along the way. Mm-hmm. So let's start at the beginning. Okay. When did you first dream about being this thing called an entrepreneur?
2: So mine's just kind of double fold. Uh, for me it was pretty much the art of the hustle. When I was in second grade I had this teacher Miss Tolliver and she used to always want me to help out the other kids and so in exchange for me helping other kids out with their homework I would either charge them a quarter or I would charge them uh, one of those uh, pencils, because back in the day we used to use pencils, one of those pencils that uh, had like the, the NFL teams wrapped around it, you know, like the 49ers uh, pencil or the Dallas Cowboys pencil or the New York Giants pencil. So I used to charge them a fee, you know, that was my fee, a quarter of that in order for me to help you with your schoolwork. How old were you when this was happening? Damn, I mean, second grade put you at about seven, eight, right? Yeah, so, but she, she definitely uh, she found out and got at me. And uh, she, you know, she had this thing where she would. She was from the south, and she would pull your ears, man. So I'm serious. Miss Tolliver was no joke, but it didn't stop the grind. I, I kept at it.
0: They're not allowed to do that anymore, are they?
2: Nah, <laughs> she confiscated. She uh, confiscated my pencils too.
0: Oh, man, so, I, I built up another collection. Okay, so second grade, <laughs> already knowing that not only knowing you want to be an entrepreneur, but already doing it.
2: Uh yeah. So I mean, as far as being an entrepreneur, I think it kind of. It comes, it stems a, a bit from being a foster kid uh, and the fact that I just want to, I believe in living life on my own terms, hence create your life. You know what I mean? Like you can literally create whatever it is that you want. And so for me, I just always had the desire, like I would see people on TV who would have their own stuff. You know, like, you know, you saw the guys with FUBU, you saw uh, like Diddy and you saw these guys having their things. And so when I was little, I was literally 12 years old, man, me and my friends, um, we would get together and we would draw clothes. And I just started drawing clothes because I didn't, um, because I didn't have nice clothes, and so my foster parents wouldn't buy them. So I would draw clothes, and so like naturally, then it was like, okay, we should have our clothing line together. And so me and my friends came together, and we was drawing clothes together. And then from there, it just kept evolving. So at twelve years old, I was like, I'm gonna be a host for MTV. I'm gonna have my own show, and you know, I'm gonna have my own clothing line, and I'm gonna get paid to be me. That's what I literally said, and so that's you know, still who I continue to be today.
0: I, I love that, and you know, it's interesting that you bring up your childhood. Yeah, Because a lot of us, we learn things in our mm-hmm. childhood, and right. then there's also some things we learn that eventually we hope to unlearn as we get older.
2: Oh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, your, your dream, it evolves with you. So, you know, things may change or might look different depending on, uh, you know, how you keep choosing to evolve and, you know, what, you, what it is that you're learning and need to unlearn. Yeah, so, let's, <laughs> so
0: you talked about some of the stuff you learned that was mm. propelled you. Yeah. I know for me, one of the things I learned from my parents was okay. to save. Okay, but to become an entrepreneur that I am now Mm -hmm. in a way that was good, but it wasn't enough because they weren't necessarily risk takers. I didn't learn how to lean Mm. in and do stuff. Could you share maybe about growing up anything that you may have learned that you are now unlearning that may have gotten in your way to being the entrepreneur that you are now?
2: Mm, Unlearn things that I needed to unlearn. Ooh, that's a good question. Ah, what did what did I need to unlearn? I feel like you you definitely have to you have to learn to take take criticism very well. In order to be an entrepreneur, you have to be open minded, and I feel like oftentimes you could become very strong minded about what it is that you have in your mind or what you're dedicated to, and you could be dedicated to the outcome, but don't be as dedicated to how. Hold on, I'm saying that different. Don't be as dedicated to how it. How How it looks. Yeah, Yeah, how you get there, the journey, but be dedicated to the outcome. You know what I mean? So I I feel like that's something is really loosening up on, you know, how it looks. You know, like for me on this entrepreneurial journey, there was a a period of time where I was literally a janitor at PS7 on 120th Street. You know what I mean? And I graduated in the top 10% of my business and fashion class in college with honors, everything. You would have never thought, but that's the only job I could find. But in order to, you know, get this grind, in order to go after this dream, I literally had to do that for a year. And I'm talking about being disrespected by teachers, uh, cleaning up, piss, throw up, excuse my language. You know what I mean? All of this stuff. You know better. Right. I'm sorry. But that's actually not a good I know. But, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it's stuff like that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, by any means necessary. So what you said earlier is, you know, I think one of the biggest things about being an entrepreneur and creating a life is being committed. Like, you're, you have to be all in. And that's something that I learned early on. Because earlier, you know what I mean, I was definitely uh, just, you know, you might tiptoe here and there, but at a certain point, you have to be fully committed.
0: So you mean there's, there's no straight line to this, this this journey you're on?
2: Biggest myth. Biggest I, myth.
1: I definitely think about being open-minded about the how you get there, mm-hmm. about the journey, about what it takes to make it happen, especially if you're an entrepreneur in a creative mm-hmm. type of field because a lot of creative people ha- are very strong-minded about how – they want to go about doing something mm-hmm. and how something has to sort of look mm-hmm. to a degree. So I, I think that that is a really interesting thing that you said you had to sort of, you were like that and you kind of had to, to unlearn that a little bit.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I used to work for, in my in my life so far, I've worked for over seven self-made millionaires. Whoa. And one of the first ones that I worked for said to me, because I used to always ask for his feedback. I literally chased this da- guy down in order to get an internship with his company. And one of the first things that he said to me was, he said two things that I'll never forget. He said, number one, it's better to have 30% of something than 100% of nothing. So that's huge in entrepreneurship and anything because a lot of times people think that they need to be you know, the full owner or something. Yeah. And it's like, dude, 30% of a million is better than 100% of 10,000 or nothing. That was huge. But the second thing that he said was, because I always asked him for feedback, he said, you're going to go far. And whatever it is that you do in life, because you're open to other people's feedback and seeing things differently. And when you talked about the 10 C's of entrepreneurship that I created, one of them is collaboration. And so even with that, um, I'm always asking you, Greg, personally, you know, like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And it's not necessarily that I'm going to do whatever Greg's going to say. But it's the opportunity to listen to someone else's perspective and understand maybe that somebody might have wisdom or something like that that you may not have. Yes. And so to me, I equate collaboration to being a superhero, right? So think about it. You could be Wolverine, or you could be Wolverine who has great powers, or you could be Wolverine with a little bit of Jean Grey, you know, with some Rogue in there, right, with a little bit of Gambit, who's my favorite x Man. you know what I mean, and some beasts. Gabby is a <laughs> we is smooth. We
1: have to talk about that later. <laughs> Gabby is I'm smooth, a, man. I, that's messy. You well, just, uh, that's messy? Well, Yikes. Well,
2: <laughs> <man>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Storm and Logan and Phoenix, man, and G. Grey. Oh, okay. Yo, did you ever see when he went to the bayou? I saw. On, but,
0: <laughs> Kevin won't know this, but Asha knows that I need to call a timeout because my pop culture awareness It's X Men.
1: It's not pop culture. It's no,
0: cartoons. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> you, you, I don't even know who <laughs> some of these people are we're talking about right now. But Where, anyway, where's your childhood, son? I, I'm a little older than you. I, I, X-Men. Bro, you, you X-Men. couldn't missed X Men. You watch who? He Man. Yeah, I watched uh, G.I.
1: Joe.
2: I watched G.I. Joe. Watched G.I. And they G.I. did the swimming G. thing at the, at the end of every episode, and it was like, <laughs> can you uh, move your legs like a scissors?" Uh,
1: but, but I remember that. <laughs> but. He wants to move on.
2: I, I get the <laughs> idea of collaboration, though.
0: And, but, but shout out to the underdogs. <laughs> Kevin makes a great point. Get excited about people giving you feedback. It really is one of the greatest things ever because it helps you figure out what's working, what's not. You get to learn from other people. You won't get better if the only reflection you get is from yourself. It's just, it's just not going to work out for you. Um, and so I love that collaboration for you includes also getting feedback. Now, you mentioned there C's to entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. the 10 C's. Today's show is about hustling mm-hmm. forward, backwards, or in place. We want to talk about folks to hustle forward. Mm-hmm. What's of the 10 C's to being an awesome entrepreneur What's one that came to you with your discussions or interactions with some of these self-made millionaires or guests you've had in your show? And what's one C that of the 10, this is like Kevin's hot button one.
2: Mm, wow, man. Uh, sheesh. I mean, now
0: read off the 10 just so folks Okay, know. yeah, because so, I was going to say. So cause read, it... Just read this, the 10 C words and then one that comes up by some of the successful people you've been interacting with, and one of them that just is top of mind for you right now in this moment.
2: Uh, so the 10 C's are, number one, the 10 C's are entrepreneurship. Kevin Whitebrow's 10 C's are entrepreneurship. Compound. Um, calculate. Uh, contribute. Collaborate. Consist- consistent. Be consistent. Cope. Huge. Uh, calendar. Compensation. Know your worth. Uh, complete. Concentrate. And then, of course, if I say that I'll give you 10 on my show, then I always give you more. So also commitment, courageous and create. Um, which one is the most important? Ah, man. the
0: most important. Which one comes up the most in some of the folks who've been able to create their life? Which one seems to come up a
2: lot? Consistency. Consistency and, and compounding because consistency, because you've got to realize it's going to take you a period of time you know what I mean in order to get there like they say it takes 10-15 years to become an overnight success you don't want to be a flash in the pan but the compounding is literally doing if you say oh you know what I'm committing to making you know 20 touches to potential clients every single day if you do that 5 days a week that's 100 um, touches in a week and then if you do it over the course of a month every week that's 400 but then you put that 400 you know the second month that's 800 and you keep compounding like you can't lose if you're compounding but it takes the consistency in order to be able to do that so from those guys man I've learned that and I've also learned uh, I guess another one would be calculate because these dudes are aware of their budgets and the richest guys that I work with have literally lived below their means and that's something I know you've mastered Greg you know in order for you to get your first real estate properties and things like that and I just always laugh when I see people wearing their money I laugh in my head because I'm like, look, yeah. man, I'd rather have be able to leave the country for the next two years and do whatever I want than to literally have a great car and a house. You know what I mean? If I can't have all of them at the same time, yeah. then that's the option that I would choose It's just to know that I don't have to show you anything, man. I look like a bum, whatever. But trust me, I got it.
1: I think that is so important, especially, I mean, you, y'all you are two dudes, but as the sole female on the panel here, mm-hmm. I definitely think that that is so important for women as well. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of women that you guys might not see what, what you guys might even understand I see what highlights. women... Pay money on, but it's like about you know y'all. I've been getting a lot of compliments today. Oh, I like your dress, Asha. This dress was eight dollars. You know yeah, I mean like these, like this, like these slippers I'm wearing were a couple dollars. You know, it's it's not. I'd rather spend my money on traveling and going places and doing things. And like you gotta be very choiceful about mm. what you're spending your money on. You know, and with dudes, you know, you said it. It's it's cars and it's this. I I definitely see the value in spending money on homes for sure yeah. but you know spend your money on things that are going to make you more money in the long term and a lot of women get caught up in oh i'm gonna save up this 800 dollars and buy these louboutins like you know what you could do with 800 dollars? like are you nuts you know i'm gonna save this 2500 and and buy you know this bag and it's like why you know what i mean like why would you not put that money towards you know something that's more important so yeah,
0: no, I'm a total b- I agree. Agree. <laughs> a big deal on the consistency. You know, I saw a meme the other day that talked about most people get stuck in the start, like they just don't start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But over time, I'm really starting to become more into. It's not about the start as much as it is about the grind, the consistency. Yes. Like I know a lot of people who do what we do, right? They started podcasts mm-hmm. or they started shows, and they start them.
2: Right.
0: And then. One week, you're not feeling well. Right. The next week, you got to travel someplace. Mm-hmm. The next week, you, you got something due do for your other main hustle, and that takes priority. Mm-hmm. And so I'm starting to notice a lot of people start. Right. But the consistency, the commitment over feelings.
2: Got to be all in
0: is what gets you to that 10-year mark so that you can be that overnight success, so to speak.
2: Yo, it's a book, uh, Six Months to Six Figures, by Peter Voogd, and he talks about that. He says, unsuccessful people, and I'm not quoting exactly, but the the gist is, unsuccessful people operate off of feelings. People who are successful operate off of the desire or the understanding that they have to get this done because there's a greater reason why they're doing it. Yes. And that is, reigned so true. Like, recently when I was abroad in Barcelona, Ibiza, and Paris... Um, you know, just hanging out.
1: I love how he just, you know. Humble like brag. <laughs> Humble brag.
2: I didn't stop produce. We, we weren't on air. My show wasn't on air for those two weeks, but that podcast still came out. Yep. You know what I mean? And so you yep. got to be all in. You either committed or you ain't. You either in or you are you out. And there's no in between. There's no gray area.
1: So,
0: and, and I know we're going to talk about some of the quotes that keep you going and other Millennium options mm-hmm. going, but before we go there... In reference to the consistency or the commitment, mm-hmm. when you're getting in your feelings, because I'm going to assume that you're human and that you have days or moments or minutes or seconds where even though you may know better, mm-hmm. that your feelings start bubbling up right. and may get in your way. How do you break through and keep your consistency knowing that there's going to be days where you're not feeling it?
2: So that's one of the tendencies is cope. Um, I think that for that, it's, your morning routine helps. You know, a part of my morning routine, I have, it's an acronym, it's SPARM. So a stretch, pray, uh, listen to my daily affirmations, which are nothing, it's uh, 10 minutes of me saying positive things about myself. I am happy, I am, health, I am healthy, I am this, I am that, right? So it's my affirmations, then I read at least 10 pages, and then I listen to something motivational. So a lot, lately I've been listening to a lot of Evan Carmichael's videos, right? I'm talking about. This dude has some really, really amazing top 10 videos. Maybe take you about 10 minutes to listen to. That helps. Other than that, sometimes I do have to stick my head in the pillow and literally scream. You know what I mean? When things are just, it's just like, dude, I can't believe that this is happening. Or it's overwhelming. So when I'm overwhelmed, I'll take like a 20-minute nap. Like literally put a timer on my on my watch. And then also my friends. That's that's huge, man. The people who you call. And I call them like my, my high counsel or my advisor. So I have a group of people who I can go to with anything. And literally, they understand me. They know who I am. Like, I'm artistically crazy, but you know what I mean? They'll be like, okay, Kev, well, nah, you need to, you know, look at it like this or look at it like that. And then some of it is self-counseling, you know, but if it's, if it's too much, then, you know, that 20-minute nap is coming.
1: I think you just added another C. I heard circle. Your oh. circle is mad important. Add <laughs> <laughs> that in there, is, sister.
2: <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I, I
1: appreciate that. that. Hold on. <laughs> collaborate. Right. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Collaboration. <laughs>
1: I love talking about talking in circles. Right.
0: (laughs) No, I I love that because it's slightly different than collaborate. Yeah, it is. Uh, Because there can be a bit of like that personal circle or those that keeps you going. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's both professional and personal,
2: but they got to be on your level. Yeah. That's, that's the thing is that whoever you're talking with, they, their work ethic needs to either be better than yours or they need to be on of the same caliber. Now, somebody, sometimes you might, like, for example, like, my godbrother is in a different industry, but he knows me better than anybody in this world. So, if I go to him and I'm like, yo, am I tripping? <laughs> then he'll be like, yeah, you tripping.
1: I mean, there's a difference between <laughs> your circle and your family, you know, like.
2: But he's on that high council. Yeah. So, like, fam, you know, fam is cool, but, like, my godbrother he's in a different lane Yeah, for me.
1: but that's, no, that, but that's what I'm saying, though, like, yeah. the same rules for your family and, you, you know, don't apply to the council or to the circle well uh,
2: yes and, yes you, so no. you can't be a, i'm no, not gonna none not of my family talk can to be in a circle
1: family. What, what, about what, if
2: they're not in a...
0: well to the underdogs out there who may be listening this comes up a lot right like how to deal with family friends professional stuff things like that you get to have boundaries that work for you
2: mm. yeah. yeah
0: and as a result i don't care who they are in relationship to you If the boundaries that you have with them currently aren't serving you, taking your energy down, not helping you or them, then you get to create new boundaries that are a little further away. You can love people from afar. And in the same token, folks who where you guys are building each other up, um, helping each other move forward, you can have those boundaries be even closer, regardless of how you're related to them, would be how I would counsel people Mm -hmm. in relationship to that, that don't worry about whether they're family or friends, just worry about How you guys are supporting each other or not And you can have people love up close or from afar Yeah Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break And when we come back, I want to hear about Some of the quotes for millennials To live a good life and hustle forward And then also, I want to make sure folks Know how to get in touch with Kevin Y. Brown Because I'm sure they're going to want more Of creating their life More underdog stuff, and our guest Kevin Y. Brown On today's show, Hustle and Flow After this break (laughs) Welcome back to Underdog Stuff, live radio show and podcast. Today's show, Hustle and Flow, Part 1. Who's hustling forward? Who's hustling backwards? Who's just spinning their wheels? In politics, culture, and personal life. And for personal life, we got Kevin Y. Brown in the building. Founder of Create Your Life series, author, speaker, and host on WHCR 90.3 FM, The Voice of Harlem. And we're talking about how millennial entrepreneurs can hustle forward. Yes, yes. And you were sharing before we went to break about some of the C's to Mm -hmm. being a hustling forward entrepreneur. Let's talk about some of the quotes or sayings that you and some of the folks you've interacted with live by so that they can hustle forward. I I know that recently you did an episode around some of the 10 quotes for living for millennials and Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. If you could share one of them that was from one of your guests, and then, of course, I want to hear one from Kevin Y. Brown.
2: Okay. One of the... One of the quotes, I actually wrote an article for Huffington Post and Black Enterprise on this, and it's called The, uh, the 10, Ten Quotes by Trailblazers, uh, Black Trailblazers That Everybody Should Live By. And so the, one of the ones that sticks out to me most is by Dr. Raphael Moffitt, who was a, uh, a guest on the show who's also the head of student activities at Texas Southern University. He said, I believe with the period, not a comma. And the reason why is it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, Ashen and Greg, is you have to be all in. And at a certain point when it becomes uncomfortable, where you feel and you in the room and you feel that that sense of heat that comes over you, where you're just that uncomfortable and you want to respond, but you can't. And, you know, things may be going wrong and stuff like that. You have to literally throw plan B out the window and be like, this is what's happening in my life. And I'm not accepting anything else. And so believe with the period and not a comma is, is huge to me.
0: And it's, it's one that oftentimes I find generates a lot of debate. Mm-hmm. Because what will happen is sometimes we have loved ones in our life
2: mm-hmm.
0: who, from a good place, mm-hmm. want us to have plan B's. Mm-hmm. They want us to have commas. Mm-hmm. They want us to have a just-in-case. Yeah. And... The period is is a big deal. You made me think about Napoleon Hill, who in his book, Think and Grow Rich, talks about burn the bridge. Dude. (laughs) Because, like, I'm not trying to go back. But I think folks should, like, we're always saying, be responsible, right? We're Mm -hmm. still saying, make sure you got food and shelter and things like that. Mm -hmm. But it's okay to go all in, because once you go all in, it either works, or if it doesn't, you learn. have no regrets, you learn, and then you try something else.
2: Well, for me, it's it's deep, right? So... Number one, when you listen to those people, when somebody's trying to give me advice, number one, I'll be like, do we have the same capacity? Friend or family, doesn't matter. We have the same capacity. Can you do what I do? Are you speaking from experience or are you speaking from a place of fear? Right. And then I'll listen or not listen. But that goes back to, you know, circle. Right, I have these people, yeah, Yeah, circle. Thanks, Ash. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) The love and seeds entrepreneurship. You know what (laughs) I'm
1: (laughs) saying? Yo, I gotta take my royalties by check, son. It's all good.
2: But, you know, it's deep like that because you have to say, like, I have these people who know me, who understand my grind and my commitment. And so I'm listening to them. So if somebody outside of that circle says something, I'm gonna take it in. But, you know, my, my best friend, Josh Martinez, he says, Yo, eat the chicken, throw away the bone. So if it's not you know good meat, then you know throw away.
0: (laughs) On that note, you know throw away the bone. Kevin Y. Brown, let let's get your your quote.
1: As Gregory (laughs) always says to me, keep it PG. (laughs) that was PG. I
0: I need a PG, Kevin Y. Brown.
1: My mind isn't PG, so where I was going.
2: Oh, okay.
0: I'm going to the next. (laughs) next
1: I'm trying to figure
2: out if she was thinking about the meat or the bone, but.
0: I'm, I'm thinking about the next quote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that
1: right there on the right. dinner table. <laughs> um,
2: so a quote by me. Uh, um, one, of, one of my, my quotes, see, I have two in my head, but I think one that's important for millennial entrepreneurs and everybody else is, I am the brand I say I am. And I made that quote up a, a long time ago when I was actually giving presentations You know, around the world. I had my audiences chanting that because I wanted them to understand that they're in control of their destiny. And to me, that matters more than anything when you're on a journey to create your life or to do something that hasn't been done. You know, oftentimes there's a blueprint, but more times there's not. And so, therefore, you have to literally create it. So you have to literally believe inside that this is what you can do. And you're the person who decides whether or not you the decision to become whatever you want to be in life ultimately lies in you.
0: Underdogs, I want you to, to rewind that if you listen to the podcast and listen to it one more again. Because there is a saying related to my Philadelphia 76ers called trust the process. Mm You make a face, Asha, but watch how I bring this back together. Mm -hmm. I often tell folks the remix isn't about trusting the process. It's about trusting yourself. Yes. Because for all I know, the process that you're looking at may or may not work again. It might have been a one-time thing. You don't take the journey the Mm -hmm. same way someone else does. But trusting yourself Mm -hmm. is key. And as a result, then you figure out what works for you. Because can't nobody do it like you do it?
2: Exactly. Nobody. Sometimes it's a blueprint. Oftentimes it's not. It's not. That's another quote. Kevin Y. Brown. I'll take that.
0: I like that. Take that. that. With that, Mm -hmm. Kevin Y. Brown. Mm -hmm. If folks and underdogs listening out there want more Kevin Y. Brown, Mm -hmm. how can they get in touch with you?
2: Well, uh, you can listen, tune in on Sundays from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to listen to the Create Your Life series radio, st- radio show live. Uh, or you can download it on podcast. Uh, we release a new episode every Friday at 8 a.m. And that's available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Also, uh, com, and, of course, com. I have a YouTube page with all of my speeches, my TED Talk. Everything is up there so please feel free to reach out. You can tweet me at Kevin Y. Brown on all social media. Uh, Reach out. I love to stay in contact with people and really uh, be immersed in the culture and, you know, seeing people move forward.
0: Hey, man, we appreciate you coming through on this episode of Hustle and Flow Part 1 and definitely giving the underdogs out there some ways they can hustle forward.
2: Oh, man, thank you. It's an honor. Thanks, Ash. Thanks, Greg.
0: Yeah. And hopefully you'll just stick around because we have a couple more things to do before we wrap up the show, which is a new segment we call Unscripted. Which is the word association game where I say a word or phrase, uh-huh. and the guests, the underdog stuff team, folks in the studio get to say three words back. Okay. It can be a sentence in three words or three separate words, but I'll say a word or phrase. You get to say your three words. I'm, I'm in. Three word association game. You ready? I'm in. All right. We talk a lot of politics, so I'm not going to do a politics one. Uh oh. I'm going to do a culture
2: one. Sound like it's getting real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> LeVar Ball. Three words.
2: Do I get to explain the three words or just give you the three words?
0: Three words first. Everybody wants to explain stuff. No prep. Three words first. Word association. Levar Ball. And for folks who don't know, Lavar Ball is the father of Lonzo Ball, a very popular basketball player and basketball family now.
2: Father. Father slash husband, so that's only one. <laughs> Nobody uh, follows the rule there. Yeah. <laughs> father. I'm, I'm a foster kid, bro. I ain't following no rules. <laughs> Genius. Whoa, whoa. Let me recant that. Uh Father
0: 100. genius...
2: Uh Commentator. <laughs> he talks a lot of mess.
0: Father genius commentator. Asha, LeVar Ball.
1: Shaq these balls.
2: What?
0: <laughs> That's one word? No, Shaq these balls. Like LeVar Ball.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh.
0: The, She's clever. The <laughs> yeah.
2: She is clever.
1: The Shaq Diesel. Shaq... Nah. No? That's, That's their last name. That that can't be a seven-second delay. Hey, That's their Me name. and Melo just <laughs> <kiss> him <laughs> and Shaq. <Shackley>. Exactly. <laughs> 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 all for Shaq's check <laughs> You wouldn't like me, but you like me. you. All, all right, Let's
0: go. We got three minutes. All right, so oh, man, my three words awesome. for LeVar Ball. I'm going to say showman, mm-hmm. entrepreneur, Misunderstood.
1: Nice. Yes. Well done.
0: Yes. And those are my three. I'm rolling with team. Ball. <laughs> Ball. Yes.
2: Right. Y'all Y'all are you rolling on... with the balls, ain't you? Yep.
1: I'm Y'all rolling... are on the balls. I'm Y'all with... with the balls? I'm rolling with BBB. Oh, <laughs> don't don't type that in a search bar. I'm going to tell you that much right now. Actually, I'm rolling the uninhibited. I don't even know what because that means.
2: I'm in, I, I just nah, don't, I don't know what that means.
1: Asha,
0: uninhibited. Q and A. I don't know what you're going to What is about. the
1: what is a way we've t- been talking about hustling, hustling forwards, hustling backwards. Hustle and flow. What is a way that a woman has hustled backwards with you?
0: Ooh, a way that a woman has hustled backwards with me. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Kevin turns his mic towards me. I, hustle backwards. What do you mean by hustle backwards?
1: Anything you want it to mean, boo. <laughs> well, I think
0: what comes to mind, how's a woman hustle backwards with me, would be well, I mean, you could really hustle backwards if you try to talk, talk about in your circle, hollering at somebody in my circle. Oh. That, that be, is the ultimate. That, that's a way to hustle backwards with me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, another way to hustle backwards with me is to, to like, just not be loyal. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Lack of loyalty. And also, I mean, I don't get a lot into the signs, but I'm a Scorpio. Some people say that Scorpios, like, have a, a mean sting or, like, when they get cross. I'm real chill and low-key. But I don't like to be cross. Mm. And that, that brings some of the, the Philly out of me.
1: Mm. All right. So yeah. you it <laughs> brings a Philly out of you? Oh, shoot. You grow a beard and turn the beanie seagull up in here? Oh, shoot. Stay prop. Shout out Do to Do not everyone. mess with his circle. You stay prop. You got
2: a baby face at one point, and now you got the beard.
1: Get down and lay down. <laughs> okay. Thank hey, you. Th- yeah, the beard's part of this entrepreneur life, too. Uh, I really appreciate it. So... Ladies, if you don't want to hustle backwards with Gregory, do not mess with anyone in his circle. And uh, do not and remain loyal. Yeah. Good.
0: These women are loyal.
1: <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there.
0: No, because it's time for us to wrap up the show. Shout out to all the underdogs who listen on WHCR.org or on the radio airwaves on ninety point three FM while rolling around in New York City. Also folks that join us on Facebook Live. We appreciate you so much. Please come back again next week. Shout out to Kevin Y. Brown, founder of Create Your Life Series, who stopped by today for episode Hustle & Flow, helping underdogs hustle forward. And shout out to the Underdog Stuff team, Marlon, a.k.a. M. Dot on the ones and twos, and Asha Davis. Hi. Award-winning ad exec. Yeah. And showing off her comedy writing.
1: Okay, two out of three this week.
0: Yes, indeed. We'll (laughs) go for three out of three next week. And with always, if you missed the live show, the podcast will be available tomorrow on iTunes, Podomatic, Stitcher, all the places you love to listen to podcasts. Search Underdog Stuff with Gregory Neesmith. And I leave you, as always, with my favorite quote, underdogs. Can't nobody do it like you do it. Nobody. Thank you for listening to Underdog Stuff with Gregory Neesmith podcast. New content available every week. And I leave you with my favorite quote, Underdogs. Can't nobody do it like you do it. Nobody.